0: Sullivan testing the Portuguese. You know, I like to be fit and healthy, so the best way I know is to just get out there and run.
1: Running was an outlet for me to, I guess, feel good about myself and, and take out some of the angers that were going on in my life. Sonny O'Sullivan is going to take the
2: world title back to Ireland. One of the keys to like maintaining your brain mass is pushing past that comfortable zone physically, you know, exercise-wise.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of an Irishman running abroad with me, Jarlath Regan. I'm joined as always by Irish track and field legend, Olympic medalist, world champion, Sonia O'Sullivan is here. It is the 1st of December and if you haven't started your shopping yet, Sonia and I are here to help you with some really great recommendations for gifts For runners this Christmas, we also will announce our next event in the Irishman Running Abroad Challenge to raise vital funds for our chosen charity partner, jigsaw.e. And after a couple of weeks of rest to rehabilitate my back injury, I went back at it last week and it really felt good. Uh, Later in the show, I'll get told off by Sonia for not doing what she told me to do last week, but we'll get to that first, Sonia. Happy birthday. To you, how was it first of all uh, your birthday how are you with birthdays in general?
0: yeah no, I'm fine you know it's <laughs> I suppose they come and they go it's 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 nice to do so I mean, I just like to do something small, you know it doesn 't have to be anything big mm. and um it was a bit a, a bit i suppose a contrasting extremes really for me last year. I was in Ireland for my fiftieth birthday, and um again i didn't really want to do anything too big so I was invited to go to the Athletics Ireland Awards ceremony, and they were going to present me with my Hall of Fame award. And I kind of thought, "Yeah, I'll do that, and then I'll just can disguise my birthday, you know, and I just get away with it." <laughs> <laughs> but that that didn't really last five minutes. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so I ended up in a big room with a lot of athletes and officials and people involved, fa- family and friends as well involved with athletics in Ireland, which were, was perfect, really. Really um, nice, yeah. It was really nice. And then I was surprised at the end with a, a big cake and some candles to hold up and blow out, presented to me by Kira McGeehan, who is you know, currently one of Ireland's mm. best runners. So that was kind of nice that she was able to do that. And then I also presented her with her Athlete of the Year Award. And then I supposed to come this year, and it's a total extreme, and, you know, you can't really do things like that. Mm. And, you you know, when you, I suppose when that happens, then you look back and you appreciate it even more, you Absolutely. know, that you were able to do that. Mm. And yeah. um, in some ways, I like, kind of think anyone who has a birthday this year, that's a big milestone that. You know they get to do it all over again next year, so it's like they're a year
1: younger. It doesn't really count this year. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we could skip this one, but uh, yeah, because like I'd imagine fifty-one just is the same with forty-one next year for me is going to be a strange one. Although I didn't, as you say, get to do the big, the big party. I people are always telling me that I'm a hard man to buy for, and I never agree with that because I'm into everything. I absolutely love. I can find a reason to be curious or interested in anything whatsoever. But Tina always says, "Asher, ah, sure you buy whatever you want. and I I, I really don't. Are you <laughs> in that same category of very difficult to buy for? Because I'd imagine that you you get sent quite a bit of stuff because you, Sonia, b- believe it or not, uh, 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 listeners, sent me a present on her birthday. She sent me the most amazing <laughs> Ireland socks from, is it Steigen wow. or Steigen? They're fabulous. Steigen, Steigen. Steigen yeah. socks. Oh, my God. I was a stance socks man. But these are great running socks and we'll have to give away a few pairs here on the show. But yeah, let's get to that question. Uh, do people regard you as a hard person to buy for for your uh, events and birthdays?
0: Um, yeah, I, pr- I probably am pretty difficult because I do tend to if I want something, I buy it and hmm. I'm often ahead of the game. <laughs> I know, it was quite funny for Mother's Day this year and uh Steigen socks actually. They had these special socks that were kind of nice and and a face cream and so I this came up as a Mother's Day gift and I bought it for myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it arrived in the post and Sophie was planning to buy it for me. <laughs> she was going mad. <laughs> I can't what am I gonna buy you now?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I hear that. I I guess I am, in all fairness to Tina and Mikey. I think you do reach a certain age where you're like, yeah, well, I wouldn't bother waiting for somebody else to figure this out or to kind of feed them a trail of breadcrumbs towards the thing that I really want. You're better off to go out and get it. And as we're about to get into here in terms of gift recommendations for the runner in your life, what's right for you might be right for them. And would you agree with this, that oftentimes the things that people get you for running actually get in the way of running and the beauty of it, as we've discussed since episode one and even in our credits, is just the simplicity of the act.
0: Yeah, I mean, it can become overcomplicated and people can think that they need lots of stuff and then people think that they need to give people lots of stuff Mm. and that's a that is quite tricky because some people don't want any stuff at all they just want to go out and run and enjoy it and Mm. they don't really want to know how fast they're going or how far they're going they don't want to have to carry anything with them so I think yeah you have to really know somebody to buy them a running gift that's Mm. kind of an extra to their running you know very true Um, that's why I think there are certain things that every runner has to have, and you know, technology is a very personal thing. I think, mm. um, you know, the watch that you wear, the if you are wearing earphone headphones, what else? What whatever you're listening to, your headphones <laughs> through your phone, or
1: yeah, I mean, um, it's nearly like buying a car, buying somebody uh, the you know the the watch that they will accompany them over the next hundreds of miles. I mean, you kind of can't make that call without consulting them. And I did think that that's a decent place for us to start off that, you know, we kind of need to set aside the wearable, technology watch thing from this episode. If people want to go back and listen to the Jess Kelly episode where she goes through some of the more elaborate tech recommendations, they're back there in the archive uh, and you can hear the full conversation as always over on Patreon.com forward slash Irishman abroad. But Sonia, you've picked out a few goodies that you think are generally going to work for the runner in your life. Is that right?
0: yes i have a few things here and i suppose in some ways when i buy presents for people i do kind of buy things that i like (laughs) (laughs) and assume that they will like it as well (laughs) get on board Um, but they would be well tested so you know i mean the socks is my number one thing you know i think they're you know no runner can have too many pairs of socks Mm. i mean it's just always so nice to wear a new pair of socks to go for a run and um, like oftentimes i know People will say that, oh, you should wash them before you run in them for the first time, but I would always wear them straight out of the packet. There's nothing like a fresh pair of socks. Oh, completely. And then,
1: Actually, Tom Dunn was on the, then, the show, uh, on the recommendation show, sh- saying that I, I gave him socks a few years ago. And I think ever since then, I've been a bit of a socks nerd as well. That like great runners are useless without great socks, like you could have the, the fanciest shoes going. But if you're wearing a pair of threadbare pre-mark socks, you will destroy your feet. And I know I, I'm preaching to all the runners here going, of, of course, but maybe, maybe not. These ones that you've given me, are those the ones that you're going to recommend? Because to me, they're a departure from the stance socks that I always request for all my birthdays and Christmases.
0: Oh yeah, 100%. These are these are definitely my favorite socks, I think. And the, the weird thing about these socks is that once you start wearing them, you won't want to wear anything else. <laughs> and really? I have like, drawers full of socks, but I will dig down and find these Steigen socks. And they come in all really nice, bright colors. And they actually even have a Christmas one out. So I was given a present last year of a Christmas one, which was um, the Gingerbread Man, which is really nice. <laughs> And um, I've ordered the Christmas one this year, but I can't remember what's on it. I think maybe it's a reindeer, but I was hoping it might arrive today before we were having a chat. Yeah, they are a bit Um, of crack.
1: Like, I have to say, uh, I want to give a shout out to the Irish Socks Society who uh, have given me a subscription to their, their socks and Uh, they're not running socks. And that's the only reason I just give them a quick shout out because they are in the line of what you're talking about there. They're a bit of crack. But the Steigen socks just are super, super light, first of all, and wick away the sweat. That's the difference, right? They're made from, what are they made from? Is it Lycra?
0: I'm not 100% sure. They're definitely not cotton. I think they're quite, there might be a lot of nylon and polyester in them, but they wash really well and I think that's the key is when you wash them you know
1: they don't get crusty yeah oh look we all (laughs) know that yeah like like an old towel in a a 1980s Irish home yeah they can the crusty sock is nothing worse is there tearing the tearing the heel (laughs) off you as you put them on (laughs) right so so in terms of sock recommendations and and also like the colours
0: and the variety, and they actually come in lots of different flags for different countries. So, I think maybe people might need to go online and check them out. And uh, we can throw up the Irish ones later and show them an example. Absolutely. And, um, so, it's yeah, they're available in Europe,
1: even though they, you know, started out in Australia. S T E I G E N dot co dot UK is the site that I'm looking at here. And as you say, every manner, every color uh, available, uh, and even. Um, Obviously, some of them are oversized. You'll get them in any any kind of size. Even kids socks is a thing that they do as well if you want to go that direction. But here, Sonia, the other the only thing about socks is right. It's like a bunch of these things that I looked up, like reflective laces and uh, light up ankle bands. I mean, some <laughs> of them you're, you're like, I cannot give that to somebody <laughs> there. It, it, like, I always like to give a gift where it's <laughs> like, and now that is your gift. I hate bitty, pc gifts, but the socks can't be <laughs> the the only thing. I mean, that's the cause of a, of a breakup of a relationship. He got me socks for Christmas. I can't I can't actually believe it. After everything we've been through this year, he arrives in and he says, Sonia Sullivan recommends these socks. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who recommends. <laughs> I mean, they, they are probably the Steigen socks are an accompanying gift. So let's go higher end here in terms of the budget uh, in your recommendation. Sonia, what would be the more expensive of the things that you've you've found? Oh,
0: wow. Well, I must be low end all around because I was going to go from the feet to the hands. Oh, OK, right. Well, gl- gloves, I was is go, it? I was going, well, actually, gloves Gloves are actually, they're not a cheap, pro- they're not a cheap no, gift. No, absolutely. They're I was just quite, about They can be quite expensive.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm, and Mikey get was just right about once. to leave the house this morning in a pair of gloves that are, uh, they're, I think they're called seal skin gloves <laughs> that I bought a year ago. They were nearly 100 quid. I was like, he cannot go to school in those (laughs) gloves. This is a serious piece of kit. And I don't know about you, Sonia, but obviously you do not have any use for gloves in Australia at the moment. You're dealing with insane temperatures. But you would recommend gloves uh, as a thing for serious runners. Would I be right that you wouldn't really need them if you're just Uh, doing 5Ks?
0: Yeah, socks. Sorry, gloves. (laughs) the socks out of my head (laughs) the gloves are very i find them really great and i know some runners don't like to wear gloves because they get too warm but i will often wear if it's a cold day i could wear just a short-sleeved t-shirt and gloves right and then i wouldn't get too hot Mm. and you know that's the whole thing figuring out you know that you don't get you don't overheat you know because you can heat up quickly Mm -hmm. when you're running but you know as much as you know, wearing gloves, I'm happy to take them off and hold them in my hands. And that keeps you a little bit of warmth as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. When you're running along. Do you have a preferred um, brand or uh, is there a specific type that you that we should be watching out for if we're purchasing gloves in terms of materials and Well,
0: types? I think all the different running companies make gloves. And so I have 101 pairs of Nike gloves and I've tried every thickness and fitting of them until I settled on ones that I really like and because the thing with gloves is that they can't be too tight and they can't be too loose so they've got to be just right and they've got to fit like a glove (laughs) perfect
1: (laughs) funny funny that yeah (laughs) so the Nike ones are are the ones where that you've experience of wearing and and you, you reckon that's the safe bet
0: Yeah, like I've got a couple of pairs that I really like and like I'd keep them for years. Like I might get different new ones most years, but I'll always go back to the ones that I really like. And, you know, it's like, where are they? They're my favorite ones. They're in the bottom. I know they're here somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And I have pairs and, you know, I always want to know where they are. They've got a kind of a brushed kind of um, fur on the inside of them, Mm. which is
1: nice. Well, and, uh, um, let me put a yeah, couple of so ideas. Uh, and and
0: they're very thin as well.
1: Yeah, so so that's uh, gloves number two uh, from Nike. Uh, I would think that it's just again a matter of picking your preference. If they're they're all available there, it's obviously Cyber Monday here as we record this October or sorry November thirtieth. So you'll you'll definitely get a, a deal there. I'm just looking there that you can, it's actually a couple of pairs for for twenty pounds. So these are all reasonable price because look, let's be clear. This Christmas everybody is reining it in, and rightly so. so so that that's a pretty thoughtful gift. But again, it is in the category of my mother always gets me socks and gloves, <laughs> a scarf and a hat for Christmas. Uh, let me throw a couple of ones to you that that I stumbled upon. And I was just thinking in terms of the bits and bobs that I've picked up over the the last few months that have really uh, helped me. and. I don't know if you could get this as a gift, but it's certainly a recommendation to anybody who um, it's two recommendations, really. Well, the first is these ice braces, they're kind of gel packs. Yeah, you know, Everyone knows the ice gel packs that are reusable, pop them in the freezer and they can be warmed up in the microwave. And, you know, what do you do? You balance them on your on your knee or your leg, whatever's sore. And I really needed something that would just strap them around on Amazon anyway, picked up these what look like knee supports that the packs slide into. They velcro around and really fit, really snug. You get uh, two of them and six of these ice um, pouches that slide into the knee supports themselves. And they are extraordinary in terms of just reviving your legs after a particularly heavy one and you just whack them on before you uh, sit down to watch telly. I really, of all the bits and bobs that I've kind of stumbled across in the last few months, those yokes have changed uh, my my recuperation after runs, if that's what you want to call it. Do you know the yokes I'm talking about, Sonia?
0: I think I do. Um that's that's an amazing gift. I actually got that last year for Christmas. A friend of mine gave it to me. And I'm not sure mine might be slightly different. It's a kind of a rectangle shape hmm. and you slide the ice pack into the back of it. So it's really good if you have to put it around your back. Yes. It's fantastic. Yeah. And then yeah. I've got like a big one and a small one. And you just keep the thing in the freezer the whole time and then you try not to lose the little sock thing that it slides into <laughs> and the Velcro. But they are definitely fantastic. Yes. Yeah, um, so I, should, I should have it on me right now while I'm sitting here. Oh, it would be keeping me cool. But yeah, also, that's
1: the other thing. Um, if, you're in, if you have someone in Australia, that, it's actually the dream for the weather that you're getting at the moment. What temperature oh, is it's it great there, for there at the like moment? That.
0: Um, Well, it's actually not that it's not super hot in Melbourne, but it just it's a bit humid. I think we're about to have a bit of a thunderstorm tomorrow. Right. So it's one of those days where it just gets really heavy. So it's kind of mid-twenties. So um, the reason why I bring but, it up, yeah. Sonia,
1: is that uh, the other one that I wanted to throw in before we go back to you for your next one is a thing that I stumbled across called the Boot Buddy. Now, soccer players or football players, well, gal lads may know this uh, and girls may know <laughs> this yoke already. The Boot dot com is the place to find it. And essentially what it is is like a washing up brush with you remember those washing up brushes that you put the the fairy liquid into well someone took oh, that oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah so someone took that concept into a squeezable rather than a handle there's a squeezable like a, how would you describe it? it's in the shape of a kidney that attaches to the bristle head and allows you to clean your boots at the door And honest to God, Sonia, the job it does is extraordinary. And You do not have that problem. And certainly people that will be listening in sunnier climes will not have the, the kind of mud that comes with running on this side of the world like I have. Mikey asked me the other day, what's the thing that turns your stomach? Because everybody has one. And I think it's mud. I find mud absolutely gross and just dragging it around the house and it coming in everywhere and the shoes just never being spotless. Well, the Boot Buddy to me is an absolute lifesaver. I'm not sure if it's available on Amazon, but bootbuddy.com is the place to get it. Do you have a, a similar yoke or am I wrong? Do you actually need one of these um, things in Australia?
0: No, I, I've i never used one of them. There is certain times of the year in Australia that you but. Yeah, no, I just tend to throw them into the sink full of water and,
1: you know, get in there with an old sponge and <laughs> give it a good scrub. Yeah, because Tina thinks she's broken her I washing don't, don't machine mind. because she threw mind. Mikey's runners in the in the washing machine, which I think is sacrilegious. You never put runners in the washing machine. But he, he is. she put them in a pillowcase and all the rest. But that's interesting that you actually, your solution is in the sink where you wash the dishes. Again, another Irish man. No, me, no, 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 in
0: the, lawn, in the laundry sink. Oh, <laughs> 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 not even with the dishes. <laughs> yeah. Now, I do. I do put my shoes in the washing machine, but only when they, I'm not going to run in them anymore. Right. So when they become kind of walking around shoes mm. and you give them a second lease of life. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're going to donate them to charity or something, then you might wash them, and make them look good and put some new insoles in and yeah, um, get the
1: stink out of them. Absolutely. OK, yeah. well, let's let's go it, to your third recommendation, Sonia. Uh, what's it going to be?
0: so i suppose i'm i'm into kind of neat things and things that are i suppose you don't feel them on you so the other thing that a lot of people would find useful is a thing to carry their phone now i don't run with my phone all the time but if i'm listening to a podcast i will bring my phone and um I, but I have to carry it in a way that I don't know it's on me. I can't carry it in my hand and I can't have it on, on my sleeve. So I have to have it around my waist. Gotcha. And so I've been, I've been through a kind of a whole trial and error of lots of these different things to try and get one that will stay on me and stay tight. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's tight up against you. And the best one I could find was in this shop called Decathlon. I think that's new in Ireland. New to Dublin, absolutely. Yeah,
1: there is one in Dublin now. People will know it back there. But Decathlon are a global company, aren't they?
0: Yeah, I think they come from France or Spain. And I came across one here in Australia last year, and then I've seen one in Dublin, and it was there when they reopened after being closed earlier Mm. this year. But their phone carrier is—it's a little bit thick, but it's got a really solid. Elastic waistband so you can strap it around you and it just feels like an extra layer over your shorts. And they only cost about 10 euros like they're really cheap. Yeah. So I'm supposed to give you all the Christmas stocking gifts here. I think Absolutely.
1: I mean, Um, these grouped together uh, would make an amazing runner's gift. I honestly don't have you kind of do need to know the runner, don't you? Because for me and I know a lot of our listeners would upload the podcast to their watch. That's the way I listen to them and uh, you put it through your watch, do you? Yeah. So I would upload all the podcasts that I'm subscribed to onto the watch uh, and similar with the audiobooks, which was going to be my uh, recommendation was a year's subscription to Audible, which is, you know, that's probably oh, a, that's pre- a really that's good a, idea. Yeah. And it's a pretty high end gift because uh, you're sorting them out for a book a month for the year and mm-hmm. Here's here's the little cheat that comes with Audible that I, I don't know if it's a cheat. They they make this available. You know the way when you go to a bookshop and you flick through a book and you go, oh, I'll give this a read. And then you get home and you go, this is shocking. Why did I buy this book? <laughs> uh, with With Audible, the beauty of this, I found, is you can get two to three chapters in, decide this lad's head. My head is wrecked by this lad's voice and return the book. Absolutely no questions asked and get to pick again. Even I've done this with books that I've been like, I didn't get to read it. It was just sitting there and I just never got to read it, return it, go again. It's a sensational uh, depth of archive Every book you can think of is on there, including, you know, classics like Paddy Clark, ha, 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 all the autobiographies you can think of. I'm not sponsored by Audible. I just think it's a fantastic year's subscription gift. And while I'm at it, Sonia, I need to mention this. We have actually opened up. A uh, year's subscription gift tier for Irishmen abroad. So if you know someone that you want to get into listening Irishmen abroad, but they've missed the first 400 episodes that are now in our archive over on patreon.com, you can sign up for I think it's $60 for the year and they receive an Irishman abroad t-shirt badge handwritten note from myself. And that'll be them sorted for the rest of the year. let us I, I do want to ask you, Sonia, what is like the worst, the worst gift, the standout worst gift that you've received from a loved one in this realm of running? Because I'd imagine you've got some stinkers over the years.
0: Well, I, I'm, I'm not sure it's, it's not really a worst gift, but the, the function of it is not... Not to my liking. Okay. <laughs> it's got, it's got a, it's got a, I suppose it's got its place, but mm-hmm. um, it's, well, I got a light one time from a friend of mine, and hopefully she's not going to be listening here now because it wasn't a bad gift. It just, I couldn't <laughs> run with it, which Good. is what it was for.
1: Right.
0: So it was like, you put, you put it over yourself like a harness, and then there was like a big round light in the front and another big one at the back. Yeah. Now, I can't remember if the one at the back was red or not, but I know the one at the front was definitely white it's a bit like i don't know if you've ever been out on the bike path and people come towards you on the bikes and they've got lights on their helmet Mm -hmm. and their bike that look like there's a car coming towards you yeah yeah (laughs) so bright so
1: bright (laughs) and it was the same exact experience this light i got was a very
0: it was a very light and easy thing to slip over you and um, it was actually it wasn't bad going out walking the dogs with it. But then as soon as you start running, the light starts you know flashing up and down. <laughs> <laughs> so I was getting a bit dizzy. I couldn't cope with that. <laughs> here's here's the irony here. So that's a, that's a, that's a really tricky gift to get someone. Right. I think is a light because as much as it's a very functional gift, mm-hmm. and especially in Ireland, in the dark at night time. It's very hard to get something that will fit someone so it's not moving too much, because if it's moving too much, then it's just like it's too much flicker going on and it would do your head in.
1: Absolutely. What's what's really hilarious, Sonia, is that that very light that you described just there, that is a gift that Tina gave me uh, not too long ago. And I absolutely love it. I love it so much, partially because of why it's so bright, that if you fit the harness, tight enough. Maybe you got a different one to me. She said she got hers on Amazon. It had the little red triangle on the back and a kind of an Iron Man circle for the front. It lights up the road like you're right. It does need dims <laughs> you need to be able to dim. It would be great if you were able to give people you know, that little flash of thank you that you can do with your car. But it lights up <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. I, I mean, I I know that for a lot of people running at night, is a little terrifying. There's there's the thoughts of drivers not expecting to see you. And there's obviously, you know, shady characters around. Well, with one of these yokes, there's every chance they won't know what they're getting into, because this is uh, like the (coughs) beam that comes off this thing. (laughs) Mikey's now, Mikey's now chasing me for one of these himself because he just thinks they're they're (laughs) extraordinary. So, yeah, like you say. You need to know your runner. You need to know the person yeah. you're buying these for.
0: And the thing well, the thing with a light is like, do you buy it to be seen or to see? Mm. And so, you know, I suppose the most important one is to be seen so that if you are out running on the roads and, you know, for safety, to be seen is really good. So then a reflective vest is a really good idea as well. And I think anybody who's out there walking or running at night should have, you know, light clothes mm. as much as anything else and, and if you can a reflective vest and i think you might have got the little armband for the run in the dark event did you yes, get one of these this year
1: i did and i have with to give a shout out line. to That's run really in the dark who also sent a medal last week for mikey who was absolutely over the moon with it. his medal arrived and yeah we got the little armband yeah and though that i have been wearing that since it lights up little three red dots on it for those that are yeah
0: no, that is really good
1: yeah um i want to give an honorable mention to a finisher medal hanger that i found on amazon which is just basically what do you do with all these medals that you pick up along the way for these runs that we're all signing up for well a finisher's medal hanger is available on amazon for about 20 quid etsy and not on the high street have an incredible range of runners gifts that you won't find anywhere else and you will also be supporting small businesses and artists who are having a tough time of it during this very difficult period. Massive shout out to everybody who signed up to the Strava group. Strava.com forward slash clubs forward slash Irishmanabroad is the place to find it. And we're now, Sonia, can you believe it? Nearly 500 runners over there on Strava.com. I get that not everybody's into the Strava thing, but they do want to do the Irishman abroad unity thing. So go to IDonate.ie and enter the Irishman running abroad challenge. And that way you can provide support for our chosen charity partner, Jigsaw.ie. I, I threw it out into the group, Sonia, a couple of weeks ago, seven days ago, in fact that we're looking for our next event. We had superb suggestions from people like Seamus McAteer, Jason McCabe, Greg Barry, Julie O'Sullivan, Gary O'Reilly, Laura McNulty. And I want to get this right. Zebrudea Acapala, who is an avid runner. I think he's based in Sligo. And uh, his suggestion, I think this is from his own experience. <laughs> I think it's a joke. He says perhaps we could run the equivalent of the journey from Enugu to Lagos, which is 572 kilometers. I think he's messing, obviously, but he is, I think, trying to raise money himself for the Little Saints Orphanage over there, as it is part of the Strong Tower Mission. Sonia, you were well, you saying, know,
0: yeah, as a group, it's not. It's not a very difficult thing to do as a group, something like that. Mm. Um, Earlier this year, when everybody was forced into lockdown and looking for ideas to do, I was in Australia and the Ballymore Cove Athletic Club set up a thing and they were going to run from Cove to Melbourne. And so the activity that they did, they logged it mm. and they had somebody in there adding it all up and it was called Put the Kettle on, Sonia. <laughs> and then good. the funny thing was they were just about to touch land in Australia and I got on a plane back to Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> So they said they'd come and look after the dogs for a while. (laughs) Okay,
1: very good. Well, uh, as you say, that kind of logging all the miles and putting them all together is kind of what the Irishman Running Abroad challenge is. Uh, You guys all get to team up with me. My target is 2000 kilometres, but that's not necessarily yours. I mean, the whole thing of... Jigsaw is understanding that everybody's mental health challenge is different. And the same is true of your running. And we've discussed this so many times here that you're in your own race with you. And there is a parallel there with the mental health services that Jigsaw are attempting to provide. But I think the decision we've made on our next event is, first of all, for it to take place on the 19th and 20th of December. So you can run your 5k on either of those two days, it's going to be our own event for Jigsaw. And thanks to Gary O'Reilly for his suggestion, a Jigsaw themed event was Gary's suggestion for Jigsaw, where we all spell out a message or image made from the various root images. Now, it's it's pretty it's it's pretty uh, niche in that he's saying that whatever route you run spells out jigsaw, you could either do that or just do it with your body with the, uh, you know, the posing in a YMCA uh, fashion for uh, the various different photo montages that I'll put together just to point people in the direction of Jigsaw, you submit them there in the Strava group or email me Podcast at gmail.com with your various images. And we can raise some money for Jigsaw through going to idonate.ie and searching the Irishman Abroad uh, Running Abroad Challenge. What do you make of that, Sonia? Thanks, first of all, to Gary for, for that suggestion. What do you reckon?
0: That's a great idea. Now we're delving into a bit of Strava art here. Have you heard of that? (laughs) Yes. Which is where you you can design a course and then you go out and run it. And I've only ever been able to do this by accident. I think I did a route one day and someone said to me, can you go and run on the other oval next door as well there? And then you'll have a a bit of a face. (laughs) I said, yeah, that's okay. But the Oval next door is very bumpy. <laughs> and
1: I like the smooth grass. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Gar- I, I only heard about Strava Art a little while ago, but Gary has, is on to something here. If you want to run your route in the letters of Jigsaw, you could do, you do a couple of runs and add them towards this Jigsaw, as I say, are our chosen charity partner. And what they aim to do is provide young people in Ireland across all communities with the mental health skills they'll need to survive in life, never mind a pandemic and coming out of the pandemic. If we're all vaccinated by February, which is my hope for my own vaccination for my family is by February 12th, we'll get to go back to Ireland. We're obviously not going to get to go back this Christmas. We'll be on track, Sonia, for the Dublin City Marathon. In 2021, I do need to fess up for my own. uh... I know
0: we need to check in on your running, I think. I think you've been avoiding it tonight, talking about gifts
1: and activities
0: and things like that. You know, I need now that you've recovered from your um, dramatic injury (laughs) on the stairs. (laughs)
1: I love the sarcasm. Putting on your Superman (laughs) cape. Well, look, you saw in the group, I went out for my first proper run last, I think it was Tuesday and um, got entirely carried away with myself and ended up absolutely going full pelt for the five kilometres with the idea in my head that, you know, a Michael Jordan level comeback is on the cards here. And, you know, I felt amazing, Sonia. The truth of it is my back was a bit sore doing it. I didn't take it easy at all last week, partially because I was just so happy to be back. I didn't do a load of threshold runs, but everybody in the group is convinced that a, uh, You were going to give me a proper telling off for doing this. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. When you looked at it, did you think, what the fuck is he doing?
0: I was amazed I thought this is miraculous (laughs) (laughs) miraculous recovery or you know without any communication after I said to you just take it easy you know we won't set any proper program this week we'll just take it easy run how you feel I suppose I did say run how you feel so you took that literally and Mm -hmm. you felt good so you took off Mm -hmm. but I think we'll have to get back on the program again now and um, we can you know set something up aiming for the 5k on the 19th and 20th, and yes. uh, we get you back up to running a decent 10k beforehand and right. then ease up for the 5k. And, um, yeah, so that you're not out there making it up every day. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> because have- the thing is that you can, you can get carried away, and we, we all do. I mean, I do it myself sometimes. Um, I had a, a quite a big weekend of running this weekend on my birthday, I, I went for a run with Winnie. And, you know, when you know you're going to go out for lunch and have a bit of a,
3: Mm, you know,
0: celebration and eat and drink what you like, then you like to get yourself ready for it. So we had a nice run of 17 kilometers. And then ideally I would have run a shorter run on Sunday, but I had some friends who I coach in the local running club here at Mentone. And they were going to take me to a, a park I'd never run before. Mm hmm. And show me a route and I thought oh well it'll, it's a social run you know I have to go along and do this and it turned out it was it was a lovely run in a lovely park and there was loads of kangaroos it was amazing really? it was just kangaroos it was like running in the parks in London and there's deer but there was kangaroos
3: yeah
0: and um, I was only going mad that because I was with people running I didn't bring my phone because oh. you know you don't need to bring your phone when you're with people so I have no pictures because when i came back then the ones that we saw early on were of course gone because more people had turned up and it was a bit busier but the run was also very hilly so there was lots of up and down hills so which is why i should be sitting here with my ice packs on because (laughs) my my quads are absolutely killing me right now and it's a feeling you will you will have after you run a marathon (laughs) It's like you can't when you're walking down the stairs, you're so sore. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So, I've had it once or twice in my life. That thing where it's hard to even sit on the loo to get yourself oh, you to can lower the take. <laughs> so um
0: yeah, so it's a good you know, it's not an injury, it's a good soreness, but it's one of those things that you nearly have to go out and do the run again mm. to, you know, get yourself used to it. So yeah, I'll have to, i would have to take it easy for a few days. And Let me ask um, you this there, because yeah, after, there's, that's something that my, I think a lot of people, weekend.
1: I think that, that a lot of people be surprised to hear that, Sonia, that people probably have an image of you never being sore. But there you are, someone who covers the miles that you do, switching things up to do something that you're not used to doing. And naturally, you're going to have a certain amount of pain coming out of it when When that happens, a question from the listeners. When you find yourself in pain like that, how do you know whether it's just discomfort or something more serious?
0: Well, I suppose I've experienced it before and I know I knew I hadn't run these steep hills for a long time and there was a lot of up and down, and it's actually more the downhill that hurts you than the uphill
3: hmm.
0: um, because the pounding going down and it's a bit like when you run the Boston Marathon, <laughs> and that's what happens to you, so I think when you know it's equally sore on both sides, then you just know it's just from running and it's from yeah. from using different muscles differently
3: yeah.
0: than you have been used to and so I don't know if you've ever heard of this term called Doms.
1: Yeah, you mentioned that in a text to me. Explain that.
0: Yeah. So that I, I actually I never heard of this until, you know, I suppose fairly recently. But, you know, when I was training at high level, I would never have had that term in my running terminology. But it's delayed onset muscle soreness. And I really don't know where it came from. I think I mean, I think I've only ever heard it in Australia, but maybe it's a worldwide thing Mm. it might be known as other things and so it's just a reaction of your muscles to i suppose pushing it a bit hard you'd often get it if you took a break from running and you started back then you'd feel a bit more muscle soreness because you wouldn't be used to it so you know it just means that you just have to manage it a little bit like today i i normally don't run on monday anyway And I I would normally do something else, like I might go for a bike ride or do some gym. Now today I couldn't really do much gym because I'd be doing my squats and sit ups and I I definitely couldn't do any of that today. So I, I went for a walk in the sea. Now, unfortunately, the water wasn't cold enough, so I don't think it had
1: much effect. Oh, God, <laughs> It was just don't a... be annoying. You know, <laughs> sorry, that is sorry. properly rubbing it in. So unfortunately, I know, I the sea was too listeners. warm. Oh, back off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am looking at the greyest morning possible out here. Now, while I would love to jump in a cold sea, the idea of I mean, I know you miss Ireland and I know that it is uh, it was probably tough to go and, you know, going back there and replanting. What is it like, though, to have that kind of beautiful sun on your back the whole time? It must be glorious.
0: Well, it was a bit chilly yesterday, now, <laughs> to be <Etta>. fair. <laughs> <laughs> it was rain. It was raining a bit on our run.
1: <laughs> oh, God, you poor things. I mm. hope, you, hope you had a cup of cocoa afterwards. oh lord well uh...
0: but this time this time this time last year i was actually in ireland as i said before i came home for my birthday and i was there for the whole month of december or most of the month right up until before christmas and it was fantastic Mm. but i can clearly remember the day after i arrived on my birthday in 2019 i went for a run around the phoenix park and um i i had brought an old pair of runners with me because you know, often when I travel i bring old runners if I know I have another pair hmm. at home in Cove which I do I'll always leave some so I'll bring an old pair so that then I can just you know offload yeah. them somewhere but the tread was a bit thin on my shoes oh, no. and I was, I was running around the Phoenix Park and I did really well for about 9.8 kilometers and then 200 meters I just could see the car <laughs> Yeah, and there was like arms and legs going everywhere and uh, me on the ground. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Space so that's, that's real running in the mud. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you yeah. never hear What that do you one. think the first thing? What's the first thing you do when that happens? <laughs> <laughs> you get up and you look around and you don't even see it <laughs> that's
1: that is it isn't it and hope not <laughs> yeah i mean the fella that fell on the ice uh in, in dublin if anybody hasn't seen that video that fella is still haunted by that video to this day if if nobody saw it just like a strama run if you haven't recorded it it didn't happen sonia it's been great to No, talk but the to thing you.
0: is wait, if you do Find yourself in a situation, the best thing to do is to just go with the fall. Don't try and stop yourself. And yeah. um, I'm pretty good at that. So then you, you fall softly then. Whereas if you try and
1: stop yourself, then you're more likely to get injured.
3: Yeah, I remember um, A.P. So, McCoy saying you know, the
1: exact same thing to me. That, uh, you know, coming off these, these falls off these horses, that he said the key was to surrender to the fall. Don't prevent the fall. Actually... Lob yourself into it, roll, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> make it more spectacular. He said, uh, well, "You know, uh, to to finish off, Sonia, I do want to say that uh, yeah, it's been a. I get that it's a really tough week for a lot of Irish people abroad. Certainly in the Regan household, it was the week when we." kind of surrender to what we knew was going to be the case, that we wouldn't make it back for Christmas, even though we had the boat booked and you know, common sense prevails and the decision is made to stay. But I get that there's a lot of people who are going to miss out on the crack of being back this Christmas. So for that reason, I'm working on putting together an event that will uh, hopefully bring back some crack uh, and be streamed over the Christmas period I'm at the moment trying to put that together and news of that will follow in the coming weeks maybe we'll get you to jump on uh, for a minute Sonia if you have the time but it will be the ideal will be to kind of bring the Irish abroad who can't make it home together for one night of the kind of crack that you can only get back home Sonia it's been a pleasure to talk to you as always some great gift ideas massive thanks to you to Brian Connolly for his production to John Marr for his extra research and Tina and Mikey for making it all possible is there anything else you want to say to our uh, our listeners there Sonia
0: no, I think that's it for the week. I uh, hope everybody has a great week of running. And you, you too, Charlotte. I'll uh, I'll pull in the reins this week now and get you back <laughs> under control. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Set out a plan of action.
1: <laughs> well, you picked the song last week. I'm going to pick one this week. We had a great response to your playlist. Uh, people loving it. A few unexpected ones in there. And definitely a few to get you going for that last uh, kilometre. The song that uh, we're going to play out with this week is a one that... It doesn't matter how wrecked I am. If this comes on in my headphones, it's game on. It's Florence and the machine. Shake it out.